previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. Uranus jokes, not funny or never not funny? Never not funny. Excellent. Let's nice. just end there. That's, that's I mean, <laughs> that'll piss some people off. Yeah. like that. So. The admins are going nuts right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. On the WTFC Podcast Network. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Chuck. Shut the front door. Ritz is back. Hey. <laughs> Ritz. <laughs> All right, we'll say it. Hey, Shut Littles. Shut the front door. <laughs> um, good to hear you guys. What's going on? Well, we're good. We're hearing you're not so good. You have a bone to pick with us, apparently. Oh, you want to get right to it. Yeah, huh? we're going to go right to it. We're just going to get right to it. because. <laughs> oh, so to paraphrase you, Chuck, you know, this was grinding my gears all week. Here I am listening, totally caught up in the bracket name challenge, whatever we called it. And then you just sweep the rug right out from under me and all of the other tuna melters out there. <laughs> oh, there's a group of you. There is a group. I mean, this Tuna Melt Nation is behind me. Okay. Can we find you on Facebook? Yeah. Are you? Do you have a website? <laughs> Dina, can you get on that? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so the Tuna Melters, that sounds like another podcast on yeah. the WTSC Podcast Network. So, okay. Well, we kind of talked about this off air. You do understand. Now, just answer this, though, at first. You didn't vote for yourself, though, right? Oh, I voted for myself totally. Are you kidding me? (laughs) I thought Tiny Chuck, me, and Roxy all voted for you. So I said that, and I said, I don't think he would have voted for himself. All right, so now what do you think? You can't vote for yourself, and you can't. You're one of the judges. Take take my vote away. I demand a recount. (laughs) Well, you made it to the final four. I mean, you know, that's that's not bad. (laughs) Well, and here's the thing. In Ritz's defense, Chuck, not only is he a third wheel, but he is also a little so okay he yeah it can go either way okay well look no no he made his bed (laughs) now he has to lie in it because i asked him about a year and a half ago when i first discovered that he was even a little right and how he wanted to be represented on the show i said i was mixed i had mixed feelings because we weren't sure which direction the show was going to go and all that stuff at that point and i said look we have a couple co-hosts i said i'm torn i would love to have you as a co-host but I also feel like you should come on and meet the littles. So right. I said, but I feel like if you come on to meet the littles, you're a little, you're a little that listens to the podcast. So I think you made the decision. Did you not? I did. You I did. did. You said, yes. No, you know what? I, gra- I grasped for the shred of glory. Right. So there you go. Once you're a member, All once right. you're a third wheel, you are non-eligible to win these tournaments. It, you know what, Ritz? I'm going to send you a prize because now that what I, think I, about what it, I will say in my defense <laughs> is, you know, I did it under no pretense. I didn't campaign for the tuna melt. No, you didn't. <laughs> We had but no I idea. am rallying my fellow tuna melters. Hereby, we must stop the steal of this election. Well, <laughs> well it's funny because I got a text from Smitty Scoop, and he's like, really? You didn't know I was cold cheese pizza? And I was like, no, I had no idea. I had no idea until we started <laughs> deep diving. I knew that. I had no idea. So there's always that disclaimer, like mm-hmm. families, right, members right. and of the company can't win prizes or something. Right, I don't know. Anyway, right. But huh. in, in Ritz's, honestly, in Ritz's defense, he did, out of all the co-hosts, third wheels, he was the top winner yeah. out of our group. Yeah. So you deserve a prize. We'll get you a prize. <laughs> oh, you, you guys are great. There you go. The tuna melters <laughs> rain on. There you go. All right. I hereby concede. Okay. Well, no, no, no. You earned it. You earned it. It was a good name. It was. I mean, you made it to the final four without yeah. us knowing who it yeah. was. Yeah. So more important, we probably should have started with this. So we apologize right off the top. Bob Walsh, because... Summer of Littles for Roxy. Yep. Where can they get their information? Summeroflittles.com. I mean, you just go there. Everything's there. Be a host. I want to be a guest host. Oh, do you, why don't you just host? <laughs> I guess Maeve's on, I guess Maeve's on board. Yep. She's going to help us out. Yeah. Uh, we haven't figured any of that out yet, but we will announce it soon because when we do, we will let everyone know that it is going to be the place to be. NYC. I mean, make your reservations now. Get your hotel rooms. Come yep. up for Summer of Littles yep. for Love that. We love it. So, all right. Now, we don't normally do this, but we had a special treat. In the last section today, after our Meet the Littles guest, we have a great five mediocre minutes today. So, yes. you're not going to want to miss Stick that. Stick around, Littles. It's a lot of fun. Listen to the end. I mean, it might be some golf talk. Just throwing that in there, but it's worth it. So, now, let's get to these emails. We're going back to Jason's episode. Yeah. It says, excellent interview with Jason. I'm wondering if I had a David Aldridge moment, though. My mother-in-law went to Massachusetts College of Art and Design, which is shortened to Mass Art. That's from Brian Becker. 
<laughs> That's good. So then we hear from Tim Cree. He says, so you guys have been talking a lot about food lately on recent podcasts. Tonight, my soon-to-be nine-year-old daughter said, I can't understand why people don't like ketchup with apples. I'm sorry, what? He says, yeah. I hate ketchup. And with apple slices, oy vey. So that's Tim Cree. Love the oy vey. I have to stick up for his daughter a little bit because I personally really, do. Really, Chuck? Well, I do. I, you, you know. Apples. Hear me out. <laughs> I will say I do think ketchup should be the sixth food group. True. Yeah. So, all okay, right, Ritz, where are you lying on ketchup? <laughs> I love ketchup. I think apple might be a little bit of a stretch. <laughs> yep. But I know I've, you know, raised a lot of eyebrows because I'm one of those guys who puts ketchup on the scrambled eggs. Ooh. Oh, I do um, too. That's great. Yeah. Honey eggs. And I think that's a regional thing. Maybe it's like East Coast versus West Coast. I don't know. Now, you were very specific there. Do you just put What's, it on scrambled eggs? Um, yeah, I'm pretty limited in my egg oh, okay. range. I don't do like the sunny side up. I, I'm, I'm a basic scramble the egg guy. Because so, I'm uh, starting to think you know, now. I'm, there's no artistry to my eggs, believe me. I'm starting to rethink my position on this because I just thought because Easter's right around the corner here. I don't mm -hmm. use ketchup I would for hard-boiled eggs. I would never put ketchup on a hard-boiled egg. Right. I don't put ketchup on sunny-side-up eggs. I put it right. on fried eggs where you break the yolk and just fry mm -hmm. it. Yeah, I, anything else. And now then, that I'm thinking about it, I thought it was all eggs until I just thought, I don't know, Easter popped in my head, okay. and I was like, crap. But I have a question. <laughs> Does anyone put syrup on eggs? Yeah, we no. No. I mean, not purposely. I mean, if it drips on it from, if I have like pancakes with the eggs, it That's doesn't bother me. That's how I discovered how amazing that is. Okay, it doesn't bother Ooh. me. But. I love syrup on eggs. Right. Scrambled eggs. Only scrambled. All right, let's <laughs> move to the topic at hand. This one was huge. We got a lot of airport talk. Yeah. There were a lot of people sending in emails about airports. And uh, this one's from Joe Maloney. It says, I'll leave the details to locals and AV geeks, but CVG gets its airport code from the nearby city of Covington, which is across the river from Cincinnati. By the way, the question, what is the largest commercial airport in Kentucky, came up in live trivia. Nailed it. Won a beer. Okay. Nice. Now, as we know, Roop is very passionate about this topic. So he, of course, also chimed in and kind of adding to it. He says CVG was built as part of a program in World War II to create training facilities. Cincinnati had already built Lunkin Airport, but the facility was prone to flooding. The government wanted a new facility built and Kentucky stepped up. Another weird airport code in Ohio is CMH for Columbus. My understanding is that the CMH means Columbus Municipal Hangar. Oh. Interesting. And he says, P.S., I do like you, just fulfilling my job as the fact checker. So we appreciate that because I, I said <laughs> I, I hope he still loves us because we love him. So this opened up a whole box of, I mean, seriously, we heard from Dina in Damascus. She says, another strange airport code is BNA I for Nashville. I was just thinking that one. Yeah, she was just in Nashville. It stands for Barry Field Nashville in honor of Colonel Harry S. Barry, administrator of the original airport project in the 1930s. So then why isn't it BFN? Why is it BNA? Because BFN is probably another airport somewhere. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. I, so they all mean something. So then we heard from Dave Clary. Now, let's start here. Who Dave, are you? Yeah, who the hell are you? Show yourself. I mean, <laughs> if we're going to read your email, at least you can do is come on and meet the little. Yeah, so we can put a, and you don't know. give us this garbage <laughs> of I have nothing to say. Every it's little really has a story. <laughs> exactly, Ritz. So he, we're going we're gonna to let this one slide. We're going to read this one. And it says, how about MSY? Now, I actually, I felt like an idiot because I couldn't remember. I knew it and I knew it's a tricky one and I couldn't remember. This could be a good quiz yeah. game, you know, like know the like, airport code. Yeah, like know the capitals of the states, know the airport yeah. codes. Okay, so it's New Orleans. MSY. Oh, wow. That blows my mind. We don't know what that's. He didn't write what it stands for. So, so dumb. Then we heard from Mo Warner. He says RSW is Southwest Florida International Airport in Fort Myers. The R refers to regional Southwest, which is somewhat odd given that Tampa, Sarasota, and Pensacola are all further west, though they are all further north, north than right. RSW. So weird. And then I think this is going to be Roxy's favorite, Rob Miller, another one who has not come on to meet the Littles yet. Now, in his defense, we had been in contact at one point, but he was very busy. Mm -hmm. But what up, Rob? It's time. Let's yep. get you on here. His favorite is St. Pete Clearwater. Any guesses? Well, I saw uh, it upside down. SPC? No, it's not. Yeah, you're, you're never going to get it, but it's cute. It's pie. P-I-E. Pie. Wow. Yeah. 
Any any reason why we don't I, know? We any don't history? know. They're very limited on their details. These two that have mm-hmm. not met the littles yet. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe they're saving it for their interview when they come on. Hey guys, I've got a fun airport code story for you. Oh. Ah. So this was courtesy of my father-in-law, who was kind of an airport nerdy kind of guy. And we would visit them in Florida, always fly to Orlando Airport. Do you guys know what the code is for Orlando? That's another. It's not O-R-L, which you would. Right. It's oddly M-C-O. Yes, M-C-O, right. M-C-O? so weird. MacArthur? No, it's not MacArthur. And I never knew what it was. And I'll admit, I probably never paid it any mind because who knew, right? But it's in fact stands for a pilot, I believe, named McCoy. Oh, McCoy. And it it is in honor of this guy. I think he was an Air Force pilot and apparently crashed his plane and died near the airport. Maybe it was an Air Force airport at some point years ago, but it's MCO in honor of this pilot named McCoy. Ah. That's a little tragic. Yeah, really. It's probably a story (laughs) that people are happy not to know, right? (laughs) Right. Well, Littles, what say you? Email us in, wtfcpodnet at gmail.com. Let's hear some good ones and if there's good stories behind them. Yeah. Like Anita in Alaska, I feel like might have a good one up there. I don't know any of those. I don't know. But yeah, there's there's all these weird ones. And then there's some that make complete. Well, you brought up off air. You were talking about Newark, right? Right. EWR. EWR. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's some. Whoever came up with them messed up. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) They must have been drunk at the time because there's no other explanation. That must be it. All right. So then we get into this. Our was our Friday five, right? The meet cute. Yeah. Now, Ritz, do you know what a meet cute is? No. Okay. Uh, although I heard the Friday five. So right. I kind of uh, picked up on it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's a little up for debate here because we heard from Tim Cree. He says, I think it only counts as a meet cute if you end up with the person. And he did say, maybe I don't have that right. But that makes sense. So like my little episode of making out in the car, uh. that wouldn't count. <laughs> Because that was it. Yeah. I mean, I, very big reveal for you, Chuck. Yeah. Um, I, I hope everything's good at home with you and Roxy. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've heard that story many times. Oh, boy. Whatever. <laughs> we were watching FBI the other night. Everything's good. It's all good. She has her favorites. Well, wait a minute. You're the one that was like, oh, let's go up and watch the office in your, your bedroom or whatever. I was young and dumb. What okay, can well, I say? So was I. So there you go. And then this was one of my favorite ones. Uh, don't let this go to your head, Sully. From Boston. But Sully wrote in, he said, when you read off Shane Alexander Blair Hicks, I feel like you were reading off the names of the Facts of Life cast. Aww. <laughs> and he also said, Roxy went to my stomping grounds, the Berkshires, and didn't call me. For shame. Absolutely disappointed in this poor decision making. For shame. But to be fair, Sully. From Boston. How was I supposed to know that... You had a connection to the Berkshires. Well, I mean, you were I mean, we didn't, I don't think we talked about that on your interview. Maybe we did, but uh, it was so long ago. Then we're going to go all over the place. So, okay, Ritz, where do you fall on your cereal and milk? You don't do that, right? You, you put the cereal in I think, uh, you know, I wrote in, these are people who are heathens right. who are putting the milk in first. Right. Okay. But then did you hear my situation about seconds? Yes. And I, I will agree. Those last few spoonfuls of milk, I will shake in additional cereal and enjoy that last couple of spoonfuls. Okay. All right. So this all got started, I believe, by Brian Becker. Mm -hmm. And he wrote in this week, he said, son of a, (laughs) I too leave the milk in the bowl on the rare occasion that I have a second serving of cereal. I should probably cut the grandson some slack now, but I probably won't. (laughs) But I probably won't. (laughs) All right. And then we're going to close with this. This is a real special one. But oh boy. Someone's got some splaining to do. That's all I'm going to say. Uh-oh. It says, Chuck and Roxy, I'd like to give a public shout out to Christopher Giannini, mostly because I know that Chuck likes to say, <laughs> Giannini. <laughs> Chris, thanks for putting up with my drunk messaging last Saturday. Hashtag Littles Helping Littles. Whoa. All right. Cool Aunt Claire, <gasps> you've got some wow. splaining to do. Wait, that's amazing. <laughs> Because we're just going to leave that right there. And we have look, some stories. Look to at be the told. time. We have to get to the Meet the Littles guests. <laughs> so, um, anyway, 
Ritz, thank you for coming on. I know it's brief. I know you have to run, but we appreciate it because we haven't had you guys on in forever. So we're going to try and sprinkle yeah. you in when we can. It's yeah. just been, Roxy needs to stay home. I mean, she's away every weekend. Where are you going this weekend, Roxy? I'm going back to Connecticut because <laughs> I have a final dress fitting. Make sure everything still fits from last year. Oh, okay. Uh, Wait, you getting married or something? Again. I should probably try that tux on <laughs> still. again, too. <laughs> Lord knows I've uh, maybe eaten too much crunchy peanut butter, but we'll see. But Ritz, till next time, we'll, uh, we'll have you on again soon. Hey, thanks, folks. Really appreciate it. All right, all you loyal littles. We'll be right back with Meet the Littles. This is Sean in Pittsburgh, and you're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. We can work it out, no broken light can keep us in the dark. Something that will ease my worry mind. Can make it. You're weary from your time on the road. We are being played in this episode by Dion Powder, and this song is called The Light. Now, if you like what you hear, you can find Dion almost everywhere. YouTube, Bandcamp, SoundCloud, Apple Music, all the places you get your music. Just head on over there and search Dion Powder. That's D-E-O-N-P-O-W-T-E-R. You can also find him on his website, dionpowder.wixsite.com. And as always, we'll play the full song, The Light, by Dion Powder at the end of the podcast. All right, all you loyal littles, it's now time to meet the littles. And Roxy, I'm going to need a little help here. Okay. <laughs> Please welcome to the podcast, Mike Brownell. Hey, Mike, how's it going? How are you doing? We're fine. We're fine. Did I say it right? <laughs> of course you said it right. Uh, close enough. Oh, oh yeah. Wait, wait, see, wait. okay. Okay, now see, wait a minute. See. So this is what Brown happened L. here. We were off air and we were talking about it and I had it written out like Brownell. I had it because I, I knew it wasn't, I don't know. I don't know what I thought it was. Then you scared me because you said it and I thought I was going to blow it up. So then I said, Roxy, <laughs> so we'll do it this I way. I took it and I botched it anyway. Right. Yeah, it's not the worst pronunciation I've heard. <laughs> well, yeah. If you knew Chuck's last name, holy cow. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome to the podcast. We're very excited about this because I know where you are now is my old stomping ground. So I'm excited. I always get excited about those interviews, but let's find out if that's where you're originally from and stuff like that. Please take a few minutes and introduce yourself to all the loyal littles out there. Uh, my name is Mike Brownell. I'm currently, I'm, wor I'm at work now. I'm in Schenectady. I live in Gloversville, New York, but I always tell people that I am from Johnstown. If you're from a small town, you realize that you know the, the rivalry between the two cities. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I never tell her. I'm actually from Stuyvesant, New York, and no one knows where the hell that mm -hmm. is. I mean, <laughs> Peter Stuyvesant, who discovered it, practically doesn't even know what it is. <laughs> now, let's go back real quick. I'm stopping already. You're at work? Are you currently like on lunch break or something? Or yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. This is legit. Oh, yeah, I guess okay. that tracks. It's after. It's after. Okay. All right. <laughs> Just want to be fair. I don't want to get you in any trouble here if your boss listens to no, the podcast a... or anything. Okay. So you're originally from up there? Yeah. I'm originally from Johnstown. Oh, okay. And did you go to school up there and all that stuff? Yeah. All through, well, kindergarten and first grade, I was in Gloversville. Then we moved to Johnstown and then through high school, I was in Johnstown. Okay. Cool. Now you said, you, did you say you work in Schenectady? Yes. Oh, so do you work at GE? No, I work uh, Ellis Hospital. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, great. All right, we're going to go there in a second. I, I was just trying to impress you that I knew <laughs> that GE was right there in Schenectady. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I always get excited when I know people from where no, I went. The areas, so where yeah. did you go to college and all that stuff? Uh, I went to Siena College. Oh, Saints. Okay, great. They, they were the Indians when I was there. Ah, ah, yeah, we went through, yeah. We were the Warriors from <laughs> the Hartwood College Warriors when I went there. And then they, actually, my senior year is when they made the switch. Mm -hmm. And we're the Hawks now. <laughs> It's, I don't know. Saints just sound better. Now, I used to actually take my percussion teacher. I don't know how old you are, Mike, but I might be bringing back memories. It might be. I don't know. I'll never forget. My percussion teacher lived literally like one block from campus. Hmm. And it was I want to say it was like 1989, 90. 
Were you even born yet, Mike? <laughs> I was done with college by then. Oh, great. I you was might, born then. You <laughs> Barely. <laughs> barely, Roxy. Nice try. So this was the year Sienna went, I want to say, at least to the Sweet 16. Do you remember that? Uh, yeah, they... They, uh, it's the year they beat Stanford, right? Right. Did oh, they go wow. any further than this? I can't remember. All I remember is I was taking my lesson and we could barely get anything done because it was so loud. <laughs> Literally, he lived like a block away from the campus and it was during one of the games. And it was just so crazy loud. They were definitely the Cinderella darlings yeah, that year, for yeah. sure. Now, I can't remember oh, yeah, if they yeah. went any further than the Sweet 16. Uh, they might have. I think that's as far as they went. Was, if I remember correctly, it was the measles year. Yes, yes, you're right. I forgot about that. So there were no fans. The measles right, and they, Yeah, and they, they, there was a measles outbreak, the, so oh. it was kind of like, yeah. In, in their conference tournament, there were no fans. Yeah. Right, because wow. that was at the, well, then it would have been the Pepsi Arena. Now it's what, the Times Union Center? I can't even remember now. Uh, actually, it's. They just changed it. It's now the MVP arena. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Sellouts. No, I'm just kidding. I loved it when it was the Pepsi <laughs> arena because I'm a big Pepsi fan. I, yeah. I love Pepsi over yeah. Coke. So, all right. What did you go to college for? What was your major and all that stuff? I'm an accountant major. You were an accountant major. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And that didn't work out for you? Like, what happened? No, the hospital employs all different kinds of people. I mean, I'm oh, so you're an accountant officer. for the hospital. Oh, I could have sworn I heard you say you were a nurse. That's why... Chuck's oh. just an idiot here, but we knew that. So, oh, okay, so you're an accountant for the hospital. Oh, that's exciting. Which which hospital? Ellis. Ellis. Okay, because I have a sister that works in the ER at St. Peter's, mm-hmm. and she's done a lot of stuff all over. I, I think she did some stuff at Albany Med too. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool that you're doing what you went to school for. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. All right. Now, can you get into how did you become a little? When did you start listening to Tony and all that stuff? Uh, it's. it's been a long time i can't i don't remember exactly when he was still on espn radio okay I think it was the final year if i remember right he was after dan patrick and i kind of that's what i just started listening to that and then it just kind of flowed into tony's show mm-hmm. and I, I got hooked right away now are you a pti watcher as well i by the time i get home it's either started or just about to start so i usually listen to the podcast ah, here at so work in the morning gotcha, gotcha. so you're a Wilbon fan too then yeah yeah not yeah. as big as Mr. Tony, but yeah. Sure, yeah, right. Sure. I, but I also don't understand all the Wilbon haters. I really don't. I, I just think he's, <laughs> I don't a, either. he's a pleasant guy. I just, I well, I love the mix. I love the two of them. Yeah, obviously. the two of them and together. I think yeah. That's what makes it work so well. They're great together. The yeah. first time I came into contact with that show, I'm like, who are these two guys <laughs> yelling at each other? <laughs> but the funniest is when uh, she'll be like in the other room, and I'll put it on. Because we're usually watching it after because I, I hate we the commercials. We start it like 15 minutes after yeah, so. it has started so that we can fast forward the commercials. Right. And it's usually around right. dinner time. Bless Roxy's heart. She doesn't, I don't know, I wouldn't say you love it. You let me <laughs> <laughs> sit here and have my dinner before I have to go to work because yeah. I work nights. And she'll right. let me watch PTI as be right before I leave. But the funny part is she'll be like in the kitchen or something getting dinner ready and I'll put it on and she'll hear this big sigh. And she knows that means Phil and Frank's there or yeah. Pablo's there or <laughs> yep. somebody else. Yep. And, and yes. it's Definitely not, not as good. Yeah, yeah. And it's not so bad when one of them's there and not the other. But when but, they're both away, it's... Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. I, I just can't even... Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's tough to listen or, yeah. or watch. I mean, it depends. For, for me, it would depend, though, because if they didn't... This is going to be funny. If they didn't have the regulars, I feel like I would enjoy it more because I enjoy... When they'll have like Bill Simmons or mm-hmm. someone like that that's hardly ever on. Keith Oberman. So when they have guys like that, when they don't have as often, mm-hmm. um, you know, I just think that's a lot more fun. Yeah. I, I didn't know that Bill Simmons has been on. Oh, yeah. I oh, had no idea. That's his nephew. It's Uncle Tony. So Bill's his nephew. <laughs> Wait, mean, for I, real? No, I joke. But that's <laughs> no. what they call him. That's what they call him. But yeah, no, it's always a good time when they have like not the regular yeah, fill-ins. Like yeah. fill-in. I mean, I don't get yeah, me wrong. I have nothing a... against Phil and Frank. See, okay. if So Chuck here always talks about when he meets the littles, he's going to go like fanboy on oh, everybody. Yeah. And he tries, like when it comes to people like Tony, the celebrities, like he has a little experience with that. So he feels like he could be more mm-hmm. chill in front of them. For right. me, if I came into contact with Phil and Frank, I would be like, whoa, you're Phil and Frank. That's so cool. <laughs> Meanwhile, Tony, oh, hey, it's way. Tony, whatever, you know. You know, I do um, think that's why we get along. When littles meet us, I think that's why we get along so well, because I'm so just as much infatuated with them as they are with us when right. they meet us. Now, right. look, we're not going on this like level of like celebrity or anything like that. 
but we've actually met a few littles here yeah. and there and we they've said right. oh my god the voices we, yeah, you know, yeah oh it's great to hear the voices and see the person the voice coming out of the person you which know, is funny thing. i feel like i'm always the person like oh it, we're just people yeah. like you're just people i kind of try to keep <laughs> everyone grounded well but i'm sitting here like <laughs> yeah. are you kidding me i'm sitting i'm sitting in a bar right now with dina and damascus and claire natal i'm right. like what right i'm here with cool aunt claire you know yeah. to me that's I'm like bowing down, you know, and they're like, are you kidding me? Oh, yeah, I understand. Like, we're here with Chuck and Rock. You know, it's, yeah. I think that's why, because we, we're all at the same level, I feel like. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So I feel like, but yeah, you're right. If I met like, you know, <laughs> warning, Gary Braun, all those guys, Mark, Nigel. Yeah, uh, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to be the translator. Oh, yeah. If they show up to Summer of Littles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think Summer of Littles, too, is going to be interesting. Yeah, because yeah. There's so many that we haven't met yet. Right. You know, like the Neil from oh, Rockville yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. all those guys that, mm-hmm. you know, Mike from Burke. Yeah. They better be there. That's all I'm going to oh, say. Oh, the Jingle Fest? Yeah. yeah. Todd Decay, you mm-hmm. better be there. If I'm there, you better be there. Tony B. I'm just going to keep... Just all... Everyone. I'm just going <laughs> to keep... All the littles. Go gonna, fest. Yeah, I'm just going to keep rattling off names. Every little in the entire world. People we haven't met yet. <laughs> Are you planning to go? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, vacations and time mm-hmm. at work, it's tough. Right. We totally get it, yep. sir. Yep. <laughs> That's actually, Roxy, I love that she knows she knew where Segway. I was going. Segway. <laughs> now, did you ever get down to chatter and stuff like that before it closed? No, I've never never got the opportunity. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Summer of Littles. Have you ever done a Summer of Littles event? I know Jason Bullet has tried to schedule some of those. Mm-hmm. Was it Saratoga last year? Yeah, I, there? it was supposed to be. Then it got canceled. Right. Because oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I expressed a little concern on in the Facebook group about signing up for the Saratoga one. And Jason Bullet and a couple of the other guys. People said it's going to be great. It's going to be great. You should do it. So I signed up for it, and then it was canceled. Wow, yeah. Summer. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that was one of the better ones. And I said that. And then the like Columbus, the... Ohio had the base because it was outdoors. Right, right. That's why right. I felt like, oh, that's a perfect yeah. gathering. So you can hopefully social distance. You can yeah. enjoy the day. Hopefully, you know, if the weather's nice right. and stuff like that. I also have to say you are not the first person to express caution or nerves when walking into an event where you have only heard of people. You don't actually know them. Oh, Roxy had um, summer littles. Forget it. She was like nervous. as. I be. was <laughs> so nervous to meet these people. She had no idea. What I had expect. no I idea what either, I was but... walking into, but I'm so glad that I helped Chuck and Maeve host. And I'm so glad that I was there and a part of it. So I totally understand that it's the getting there. Once you're there, yeah. it's, it's yeah. great. And Mike, look, we can't speak for all littles, right. certainly, especially in the upstate New York, because we know they can be a little raucous. But I mean, we've never, I'm knocking on wood. Can you hear this? That's that's me knocking on wood. No, seriously, we've never had a bad situation where we met up with a little, I mean, littles are just a different rare breed. Yeah. I don't know what just it is very, about it. They're, very, very nice, kind people. And they want to help other and, people and they make you feel comfortable yeah. and they just find ways to accept you. And it's But just, it's definitely yeah. overwhelming when you're walking into a situation that you're unfamiliar with. Right. Um, I yeah, totally it's, get it's, that. That's the way I've always been. I yeah. just sometimes I get nervous at family parties. Uh-huh. It sure. doesn't make any sense. No, listen, I'm the same way. And I don't know, people might not believe this because I do feel like I've been able to carry myself on this show a little bit, but typically it takes me a while for me to feel like I can open up and really be myself in front of people that I've just met. It's- and I'm more of I'm definitely not that way you're definitely not that way i'm just right into it but (laughs) i'm also the person that will sit by himself with no problems at the bar right in like a social situation right like if there's a party i'll just go off to the side and be fine by myself Mm -hmm. i don't need to talk to anyone but i yeah i I mean this was a long time ago but for me in high school i didn't start coming out of my shell and feel comfortable to come out of my shell until my senior year and so many people everyone was nice to me i never had a bad experience with anybody i was definitely a floater between different types of friendship groups and i was just trying to be nice to everybody And it wasn't until senior year that I actually started to feel comfortable to be myself around everyone. And people were like, Roxy, where have you been all these years? Like, you're so (laughs) fun to be around and you're so nice. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just, I'm slow to open up. You know, it's funny that you say that, Roxy, because when I went to my high school reunion, I think Mm -hmm. it was the 20 year, Mm -hmm. a lot of people said the same thing. Yeah. Because I guess I was, I didn't realize this. I was not very open and outgoing in high school, I guess. I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah. But they were just shocked. Yeah. They told the person I was with, they were Mm -hmm. like, this is not the guy we knew in high school at (laughs) all. You know, la, la, la. Right. Well, happens, you know. But just you wait, sir. When we finally get back upstate, 
Uh -huh. It will happen. And uh, okay. we'll, we'll have to we'll set something up. We'll drag you out. Yeah, I definitely. If we get, if I get up there, come on. It's my stomping ground. Yeah. I have to, we're going to do a, a meetup of some sort. Sure. Not sure, sure. where we'll, we'll do it. But yeah. Um, yeah, we'll have to get up there and get some of the mm -hmm. the Rich Ottinger and the Jason Bullets and yeah. everyone to come out and yeah. hang out with us. So, all right. Well, listen, you could stick around, right? Yes. All right. Because we already have to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And then we're going to get to a question that we've been dreading and I've been putting it off. Uh, since the interview started. I don't know if anyone, people might notice actually. We'll see. But we'll be right back with Meet the Littles. This is Mark Schaefer, and you're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. And we are lucky enough to have Mike Brunel with us. Brownell. <laughs> well, he said just say it really quickly and it won't matter. Well, he didn't say it won't matter. He just said it'll be easier if you just say it quickly. <laughs> Um, it, look, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. So, all right. We always ask this question. Usually I'd say nine out of 10 times mm -hmm. and I've been pushing it off and pushing it off because I fear we're going to know the answer, but let's talk about your sports fandom. What's your favorite ah. sports? What's your favorite teams? That's all that what stuff. you were talking about. Yeah. I kind of had a deer in headlights moment. Like, uh oh, where's Chuck going? Oh, no, with this? he's probably a Yankees fan. I'm sure he's a Yankees fan. It's okay. We, you know, we respect the Yankees, but we don't like them, but we respect them. So where are you going? Well, as far as baseball, you're not even close. As a kid, I have a vague remembrance of them playing the World Series during the daytime. Mm -hmm. And I remember kind of seeing Roberto Clemente. So I've kind of been a Pirates fan ever since Ooh. I can. Cool. Good for I... you, sir. Good for cool. you. Yeah. That's great. I love it. Well, except for the fact that you've probably been miserable as a fan all these years. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we're yeah. just glad there's not another New York Yankees fan up the state. Oh, uh, yeah. Now, so... Have you ever been to PNC? No, no, Ooh. I've never. You really uh, need to get out there I, if you can. Our vacations, traveling most go, to, I have a, a son and daughter-in-law and two grandchildren in Maine. And my wife likes to go to the Outer Banks in North Carolina. So those are, are two traveling spots we gotcha. usually go to. I gotcha. Yeah, understandable. But... I love Maine. Maine is beautiful. But there's lots yeah. to do in Pittsburgh. Tell your, I'm sure Bob Sproul would be happy to give you a tour of the town. Uh -huh. and, but seriously, I mean, if you are a true baseball fan, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I know you said you listen to the podcast, so you probably know. But I mean, it's in my top five. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's such a nice, small. It reminds me of Fenway because it's smaller. Mm -hmm. So there's really not a bad seat in the house. It's just with the view of the city. It's right on mm -hmm. the river. It's it's just it's a really great. And if yeah. you like the Pirates, I mean, you're going to, you know, most times yeah. you're going to be able to get a good seat for pretty cheap. Yeah, so that's true. That's, <laughs> al that's always a benefit, too. Especially so. the season. Yeah. So what other sports? Any other sports you like? Uh, usually it's basically just baseball and football mm -hmm. and football. Likewise being, you know, born and raised in upstate New York. I'm a San Francisco 49ers fan. <laughs> Love it. Cause you know, that makes sense. Love it. Now, was that a Montana thing? How did that happen? Partly Montana, partly a deep, deep hate for the Dallas Cowboys. Ah, uh, okay. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's that. That's Duke. I feel like you yeah. either love him or you hate him. Yeah. Yeah, I was that little kid that saw the star and your brother too. I yeah, know. yeah. You know, we were just like, <gasps> that's it, the Cowboys. That's we the only team. <laughs> yeah, and I mean that faded for me very quickly. Yeah, but that I remember I went through that phase for sure, even though I was in upstate New York. Now the reason I can't go with you on the 49ers is because I lived through hell in high school because I had a friend. I don't even know why he liked the 49ers. But that was back when the Saints, who are my team, were in the same division as said 49ers. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you remember that. And yeah. oh, it was just miserable. I mean, yeah. we'd win like two or three games every year. And every, you know, two, two times every year, I'd hear it from the end of the hallway. Mm. Uh, he'd yell it down the hallway <laughs> in high school. Ichabod Crane, <laughs> home of the, yeah. you know, high school class B men's right. basketball champions. And he would just yell out, Joe in Joe Montana. I'd hear it from the end of that. And I'm just like, oh, geez. So, See, I thought it was Jolt and Joe DiMaggio. Well, it That's was. That's a song too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that was his thing because it was Joe Montana and just a, you know, grind right. my gears. Right. Which, gotcha. You know, it worked. Gotcha. Shout out Runa was his name. Uh-huh. Hated it. Made my life <laughs> miserable because they always won. Yeah. They, they, they were just so. See, I have a soft spot for San Francisco because 
for whatever, I don't actually remember why. Maybe it was because of Joe Montana or whatever. My grandfather, he, I believe, was a Giants fans for a while, but then he always had a soft spot for the 49ers. Mm -hmm. And whenever I would go over to my grandparents' house, he would have the game on on Sundays. And I'm like, oh, Grandpa, who are you rooting for? And he's like, oh, I like the 49ers. So I don't know, just something about that connection. I have a soft spot for them. Um, Oh, I'm fine with them now. And I I'm actually, fine with them now. I feel really bad because I was really rooting for Garoppolo to do well yeah, yeah. when he went out there. And I mean, I know this is going back and it was, contra- there was some, a well, lot of controversy, Bowl, but I, I always thought Colin Kaepernick was a good player. Oh yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. that was kind of that whole story. Yeah. You know, I wish he had a better outcome. Yeah. But. Okay. Now this might be interesting too, because you, you said you had a couple kids, right? I've got three sons. Okay. So now did they follow in? dad's footsteps here or are they new york fans how does that go Uh, my oldest son doesn't care anything about sports at all okay the middle one is ended up a giants fan and baltimore orioles so joe arrow happy with that yeah and my youngest fan is also a 49ers fan and a red sox fan oh wow all over the map i'm kind of digging that though i mean even though you know your one son likes a team from new jersey that's fine (laughs) uh (laughs) But that's kind of cool, all over the map. Yeah. So no matter what, you've got your bases covered. You got mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, you got San Francisco. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. All right. Well, Mike, believe it or not, we're almost out of time here, so we can't let you go without some fun, dumb questions. Oh, okay. Uh, Roxy, you want to start us off? Sure. Would you rather win an Olympic medal, an Academy Award, or the Nobel Peace Prize? The Nobel Peace Prize. Cool. That makes sense. He's yeah. A, he's a smarty. Yeah. Well, he must be right. I mean, you're doing figures for a, a big hospital. Here. Yeah. Um, so if, if you could be a cartoon character for a week, who would you want to be? Always had kind of a soft spot for Goofy. Oh, I don't think we've had a Goofy. No, yet. we haven't. That's a good one. I love that. Now, what is Goofy? Is Goofy like... Goofy's a dog. Is he? I thought. Mike? I think so. Okay. I would go towards dog, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to take us back to the brilliant movie that Roxy never saw that I made her see after we started dating, Stand By Me. Oh, yeah. And there's that great line where he goes, Mickey's a mouse... Donald's a duck. Pluto's a dog. Mm-hmm. What's Goofy? Remember that when they're walking down the train tracks? He's a dog. All right. Well, that's what I think what they settled on. But yeah. I just, I wasn't, I don't know. Like Pluto walks around like a dog. Goofy walks around like a person. Well, I'm w- wondering why they made it that way. You know? Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. At least I, as long as I get you going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I'm, I'm happy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Roxy, what's next? Okay. If you could shop for free at any store, what store would it be? That's a good one. That's what we get paid the big bucks for. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, probably Best Buy. Oh, I mean, nice. That's nuts with all the home the, entertainment. Yeah. Now, do those still does those stores still exist? Is the one up at Crossgate still there? Yes, it is. It is. Okay. Nice. Can we go there for a second? Last time I was there, it was still there. Okay. Now, because I was at Crossgates, I want to say like five or six years ago. It was on a lunch. Were you uh, with us? Yeah, I was with you. Okay. Because mm-hmm. we were playing Proctors. Yep. Okay. It was like and a lunch break or something. Yeah. I mean. It just blew my mind because at one point it was one of the top 10 largest malls in the country, I believe. Mm-hmm. Right. And it looked like a ghost town. Yeah. But Best Buy was yeah. still there. Yeah. Now, that was a long, that was almost. That was like that was five years 10, ago that we went. So uh, the rest of the mall is doing okay, though? Uh, it's been a while since I've been there, but it, it's. Yeah. It's seen some rough, sign, rough yeah, times. Sad. A lot it's, of the malls in the area. Yeah. Are, it's are, really are, sad. Some problems. Mm-hmm. Because well, Colony Center was it when I was growing up. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, right. Crossgates appeared and we're like, yeah. it was like well, the Mecca. So much is online now. Oh, no, I know. And right. then, oh, yeah. you yeah. know, people supporting small businesses and things like that. And it's, yeah, malls are becoming a little obsolete. Yeah. So. All right. How about what's one food you could never bring yourself to eat? Uh, I don't think I could force myself to try even try calamari. Oh. oh okay. That's a good one. Now, I don't think I could do that either. What if it's fried? <laughs> I don't. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Because I always joke, I could. You could fry a piece of poop and I'd eat it probably. Yeah. Like, anything fried. Anything fried. Really. I mean, I'll even because I don't do seafood, but calamari, I, even uh, fried clams, especially. That's another one that if if you tried to get me to eat a clam out of a shell, it would just come right back up. I would just completely throw up. But if you fry it, man, I'm in. Okay. If you. We're the host of Saturday Night Live. Who would you introduce as your musical guest? Hardy. He's a country music uh, singer-songwriter. Nice. Who is that? Hardy. H-A-R-D-Y. Oh, Hardy. 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 Har-har. Okay, got it. 
<laughs> I don't know that. Is that a group? No, it's a it's a one guy. Cool. Oh, cool. Interesting. What would you do if you were invisible for a day? Probably follow my grandchildren around. Aww. Yeah. Yeah. We've had a few of those. Yeah. Now, is that just because <laughs> for the awe factor or you want to know what they're up to? Uh, from the awe factor. The yeah. oldest one's only going to be eight. So, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cute. Kind of see it through their eyes. I gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is your favorite family tradition? Uh, every year, our family has had a party for Christmas Eve. It's, it started when my grandmother was a little girl. So it's been over 90 years. Wow. wow. The whole family gets together. I love that. On Christmas Eve? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that is nice. That's cool. And to have that history behind it is really fun. Yeah. I see aunts and uncles that I don't normally see mm. throughout the year and everybody gets together. Oh, nice. Wow. And, and Santa makes an appearance. Cool. Oh, of course he does. Love it. How about what was your favorite toy growing up? Probably a baseball glove and a baseball. Okay. Cool. Yep. If you could be on any game show, which game show would you want to be on? Ooh. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean what would you be the best at. Right. Yeah. I think some people would say Jeopardy, except for like I would. I would be terrible, be terrible at Jeopardy. At it, so yeah. I would, I would probably, uh, yeah. I would make it to the yeah. final Jeopardy. Nope. Yeah. Probably uh, Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. Yeah. I love that one, too. I feel like that. Although I've seen some of the doofuses that can't. Yeah, <laughs> right. There's been a lot of those lately going around where you're like, what? Like, how, how could you not? Oh, yeah. man. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. So. Kind of piggybacking on that, what reality show, TV show, do you think you'd be the best at? Oh, I have no idea about the best, but I know I would be the worst on Survivor. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we get that a lot. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Now, see, I think we'd be okay. No. Nope. No, no. I mean, we've said this. The challenges we'd be great at. We'd, yeah. The physical stuff. Anytime they chop a rope, she wants I'd be, to be that person. I want to be that person. With the <laughs> yeah. She wants to be that person. Yeah. So, I would starve because I'm allergic to fish and I don't like coconut. Oh, yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's tough. <laughs> that would be an issue. Yep. Well, it's funny because this are, are, you're not watching now probably, right? Uh, yes, I am currently. Oh, you are. Oh, okay, cool. so we just Yeah. So we just ran into that person who is is a vegan? Yeah, he was yeah. vegan. Yes. So he yes. couldn't so he had to make that huge Of course they blew it up into this like 30 minutes of of him deciding, drama. okay, am I going to give up what I've what my, my standards and my beliefs right. yeah. to, to survive fish. or am I right? Right. right. Yeah. That was yeah. I mean, that has to be really tough. Oh, yeah, sure. That has to yeah. be really tough. But, but then, I do yeah. I do think maybe they spent a few minutes yeah, too right. long yeah. on <laughs> it. <laughs> it's like it's all about the drama now um, instead of the competition. Yeah, but yeah. But I get that. I mean, it's mm-hmm. ratings, it's all that stuff, but yep. The other thing is, though, then they flashed them sleeping at night and there's a spider crawling three feet from their head. And I'm like, and I'm nope, like no, nope, definitely snakes, can never do that. Yeah, can't do that. That's, mm-hmm. why, that's why we don't think we could do it. Yeah. Amazing Race, I think we'd be good at, but I do think it would be tricky. Yeah. And you want to end with some rapid fire? Sure. All right. Cake or pie? Cake. Coke or Pepsi? Pepsi. Uh, Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Trek. Cool. Roxy was giving me dirty looks here. Yeah, because I thought we were going to go back and forth. Oh, and everyone that I, I thought of, you said right after what you said previously. I'm like, you're I'm stealing. Sorry. You're I did, in my I head. I thought I was just going to finish it up Get with some rapid head. fire. I didn't realize you wanted in on that. Sorry. Yeah. No, but it was funny. Just the order you went was the order I had in my head. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. All right. You kept giving me this look like I was like, what? I'm like, oh, do you want in on this? I was like, oh, okay. Jump on in. Well, Mike, we can't thank you enough for taking the time to meet the Littles. I hope this you had a good time. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Yes. Yeah, it was fun. Good. All right. So is there anything we can plug for you? How can we reach out to you? Are you on Twitter and all that stuff? Uh, yeah. I'm on Facebook at Michael Brownell. On Twitter, my handle is A-K-O-W-N-1-0-T. All right. I'm going to go on a limb there. And there's a story there, I bet. Um, remember 100 years ago, the TV show L.A. Law? Of course. There was one scene where one of the lawyers pulled away and on his license plate, it said litigator, but there was an eight in the middle of it. So I thought that was cool. So I figured out a way to do it with the accountant. That is clever. Now, first of all, love that theme song. We've had that debate, Mm. not really a debate, but Mm -hmm. on the podcast in the past, discussion Uh about TV theme songs. Love that theme song. And then I had a similar situation where one of my screen names from AOL with those instant messengers things. AIM. Whoa, Roxy. I had like three screen names and oh. I would talk to everybody at the same time on all three of my screen names. It oh, was wow. very strange. Okay. Yes, I understand. Well, one of my screen names was Hat Drummer. Hat, hat Drummer. Hat Drummer. Right, because Hot Drummer was taken. Oh. Now, that's a line from Will and Grace, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, Will was on the computer and Jack comes in and he's like, Hat Lawyer? What's Hat Lawyer? And he's like, oh, Hot Lawyer was taken. So <laughs> I just thought that was hilarious and I totally ripped it off. 
And I was like, well, I'm a drummer, not a lawyer, so I'm going to go with that. So you hat could be drummer. you you could be hat accountant. Maybe you should change your Twitter. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, all right, Mike. Well, thanks again for coming on to Meet the Littles. And as an homage to the big show, we'll get you out of here on this. Over or under? Over. Definitely over. All right. Cool. Now, we, we've been following up recently. Do you Chuck Todd it ever? Uh, no. No, I've never Chuck Todd it at anyone else's house. I've done it at my house, but never anyone else. Oh, okay. oh, oh, so you have some anti-overs at your house, do you? My son used to live with uh, his friend who had a cat. Ah. So the cat would always unroll the roll, but yep. our cats don't seem to bother it. Oh, okay. Seem well, to be bothered, the, so. the good old cat excuse. <laughs> for you under, yeah. I don't know. I'm still not buying it, but I don't remember. I guess we must have been under I guess it depends on the cat's temperament. Yeah. Yeah. So. Anyway. All right, Mike. Thanks so much again. We really appreciate the time. Thank you. All right, all you loyal listeners. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. And thank you, Michael, for coming on. Do you want to give his last name another shot? Brownell. Brownell. That's what we're going with. Final answer. (laughs) All right. Well, Roxy, as we said, jam-packed. Jam-packed day. Let's get to it. Please welcome back to the podcast for five we don't, it is mediocre minutes, but they're going to be great. Please welcome back to the podcast, Jolene Wojcik. Hey, Jolene, how's it going? Great. How are you guys doing? We're fantastic. We're good. Yeah. Now, this oh, is exciting. Yeah. Slight apology. It's been a long time. I know. It's, it's been a been while. A, yes. Over a year. I mean, it was so long that you, you heard your bumper one episode and you wrote to me and you said, that is so bad. I'm going to do a new, <laughs> new one for you. So you were kind enough to do one for pre-master's week. Yes. Yeah, and that yes. was great. And I actually got a few comments. A lot of people loved it. It was a good bumpers day, I think, because I think we had Tim and Becca Wildsmith on that episode. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, uh, oh, so, yeah. Yeah, so we got some good feedback on those bumpers that day, which is just Yeah, odd. I thought we were... <laughs> I saw where he took his dad to the Masters. Right. I haven't watched it yet, but I saw he put something up on Twitter. So I'll have to go back to that. Oh, yeah. Cool. I haven't seen that yet either. We'll have to look that up. Now, speaking of the Masters, we have a big thank you yet apology. Okay. So Chuck here, we were going to try to set something up. I couldn't even remember if you were actually going to get to go this year. It all just kind of snuck up on us, as they say. Mm -hmm. And so I am in the middle of rehearsal on a Friday afternoon. Okay. All of a sudden, I'm in rehearsal. And my phone rings. Caller ID, all it says is Augusta, Georgia. (laughs) That's all it says. So I look, and the producer looked at me. She's like, is everything okay? Is everything okay? And I went, I have to take this. And I left the room. Full on left the room. So professional. And it was... Well, it wasn't rehearsal. It wasn't like we were in the middle yeah, of the show. Yeah, yeah, So it was full on Jolene calling me from the Masters from a payphone. That's amazing. Yes. Yeah. So you, you can't have cell phones there, as right. most people know. But they have these banks of phones kind of hidden throughout the whole course where you can call really anywhere in the world for free. Um, That's amazing. So the phones are always filled with people. And I thought since you had reached out about the bumper, I thought, oh, I'll give him a quick call and maybe he can record something quick. And then um, we didn't have time. So. Okay. But that anyway. means even more to us, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, because that you you thought get, to it's call. like you're in jail and you get one phone call and you decide to call the Loyal Littles podcast. I mean, that's amazing. I, I did not know that part, Littles. That's amazing. We're honored. So I frantically run into my office. Now, of course, we have no podcasting equipment there, though. I'm just on my cell phone. But Chuck here thinks he's going to be smart here. And I do that thing where you record the screen screen recording screen record thinking like oh it's going to record everything no yeah so here i am having this great conversation with jolene about the masters just a recording of his screen (laughs) and she's like and jolene's like yeah i just saw tiger tee off and i was like oh my god this is great i'm getting all this good like you know how like the big show has sansy at the master whoever and we have jolene at the masters and none of it came through so i was so disappointed he came home that day and was like oh you gotta listen to this you gotta listen to this and then he presses play and there's no sound it's just the screenshot. and i'm like because it only records the video uh, like what your screen looks like it doesn't record the audio of what's going on behind the screen but we all know chuck's a little technology not set i think i'm pretty good but yeah that not that day i felt so bad that's okay we have you here now so take a few minutes what go into it how was it i mean tiger oh first couple days yeah yeah it was wonderful it just, I hadn't been there for a couple of years, obviously with COVID, it wasn't that you couldn't attend the last two years. So 
it just was great to be back there. It's just, it is a nice feeling to check your phone, leave it in your car at 5.30 in the morning, which is when we get there. And then we stay till the last golfer's done. So it's 7.30 to 8 o'clock just to be out there on a golf course and no one can get a hold of you and you just are out there enjoying the golf and seeing the golfers and it's a great time that it's sounds just lovely. so much fun and the yes, weather was it, great and everything right yeah it was we got rained on just a little bit thursday and friday was a little cool but it was fine it was sunny and and not windy really the days we were there friday afternoon it got a little breezy but it was perfect and i freddie couples is my favorite so it's since he's older, he doesn't have a big crowd following him anymore. So it's fun to be able to just, I mean, go right up to every tee box and every green and be right there. So oh, that wow. was fun. And then also followed Tiger. That's a little more difficult. But if you've been there and you know where to go stand and all that, yeah. you know, you, you can get pretty close to him. So that's fun. I mean, not everybody's a fan, but there's just such an energy when he's out there. And he played really well Thursday and pretty well Friday. Yeah. So. Yeah. The whole place was buzzing with Tiger fans. <laughs> yeah, that's wow. what I mean. Like, love him or hate him, the fact that he was able to get out there after a year of recovery yeah. and the fact that he was able to do what he did, I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. Whether you yeah. love him or hate him, but, it's amazing. But there's definitely people yeah. that hate him, for of sure. Of course, we've, of we've course. We've had a few write in. But you can't, <laughs> you you have to be like, wow, yeah. Right. I mean, that's good on him, you know? Like, yeah. wow. Yeah. So they have these little kiosks. Um, they used to have them out on the course. We didn't see them this year where you could take a survey. So they would have all these questions and you would answer them and they're just trying to get feedback on stuff. And then you could put your recommendations. So like we always made sure we filled them out. Like I said, you needed fruit and veggies in the concession stand and now you can get little bags of carrots and oh, little fruit. Not that I'm the only one that said that. <laughs> right. Or like I'll say, they always have these wild prints for all the women's gear. And I'm like, can you just have like gray and black and white and navy, you know, normal yeah. prints for some of the women's gear. So this year, or uh, one year we put in there that they need to have wine. And this is the first year you can actually buy wine on the course. So they had these cute little master's cups that were tinier that had Chardonnay in them. So oh, I would yeah. buy two Chardonnays <laughs> and I'd buy another glass. And they're like, well, we have to charge you for the glass, but it's like $1.50. And then I dump my two Chardonnays <laughs> in there <laughs> and have my pimento cheese sandwich with wine now. So <laughs> Oh, amazing. And was this just yeah, so you so weren't walking fun. around double fisting? Is that <laughs> <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> Yeah. But we did decide we, if we could fill out a survey. So they stopped serving coffee at 10 and it was a little chilly Friday. So that would be something we would put on the survey is like, OK, if it's under 50 degrees, you got to serve coffee all day. You know, 10 o'clock's too early to stop serving yeah. coffee. But little things like that. I mean, Excellent. personally, I think they should sell coffee all day, every day, no matter what the weather's like. <laughs> right. I yeah. mean, people want coffee. <laughs> Absolutely. So I have a quick story for you. I was following Freddie and it was on hole 10. So then if you go up to 11 tee box, it's, it's kind of way uphill in the back. And so his caddy stayed down below. And I thought, oh, should I talk to the caddy? Now I want to go see Freddie tee off. So I go up to the tee box, but then I come back down. And he's still just standing by himself right on the edge of the rope. So I just stood behind him and you should never ask for anything during a round, but I thought I'll never be this close to him. And he was just by himself. So I said, could I have one of Freddie's teas, please? And he was like, you want one of his teas? And I'm like, yeah, because I thought you can't ask for a ball or he doesn't wear a glove. And I said, it's the 30th anniversary of his win here at the Masters. and I'm such a huge fan. And so he starts digging in his bag and he said, you never got this for me. And he still just keeps facing out to the fairway. And then he puts it in his left hand and I'm like, okay, am I supposed to grab it out of there? Or is he, you know, what's he going to do? Right. What's he going to do? And he said, this is from one of Freddie's favorite collection and you never got it from me. And he drops it and he walks off and I'm like, thank you. So I bend down to pick it up and I look at the end of it and it's got the colorful umbrella which is Arnold Palmer's signature of his course. And then on the side of the T, it says Arnold Palmer. And I'm like, oh. Wow. So he gave me one of Freddie's teas from Arnie's course in Bay Hill. So I just got chills. I was just like, <laughs> I was just beside myself. I'm like, oh, thank goodness I just asked him, you know, right. he was standing there. And that's you know, some chaputzvah. I'm just going to throw yeah. it out there. You got <laughs> some chaputzvah. <laughs> So anyway, I have that tea and I just, oh, I'm like, oh, I'm so happy. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I hated to ask during a round because, I mean, it's a competitive round. They're in this, you know. And, sure. But he was just standing all by himself and I thought, oh, 
you know, Freddie's far away. He's up on the tee box. I could ask him. And Freddie's already teed off, so he knows where his ball's at. Right. So perfect timing. Yep. Yep. Wow. So anyway, that was my little souvenir for the for the two days. <laughs> wow. So. so you're back home now, Nebraska. Yes, back okay. in Nebraska, back right. to work, and yeah. But it was a great trip. Four of us gals went, and then my husband uses uh, the tickets on the weekend, so they were there to see the winner, and mm-hmm. um, they had a great time as well. They froze on Saturday, though. They were really, yeah. really cold uh, Saturday, yeah. but Sunday was beautiful. Sunday was gorgeous. Oh, good. So we always so. like to do a little quick catch-up. If you want to talk about it, if not, no big deal. We've got something else planned for you before you go, okay. You know, because it's been a while since we talked to you. So you had a daughter get married, another grandchild, right? Yes. So my daughter got married and that was fabulous. That was the week before the Masters. So I feel like I've just had a whirlwind of a two weeks here, right. <laughs> but it was great. It was wonderful to celebrate with family and friends. And it was, it was just wonderful. I wish I could live it again. It just went so fast. I don't right. know if your guys' day went fast, but it seemed like it was just, sure. you know, hyperspeed. Yeah. Honestly, it went so fast. We decided to do it again. Yeah. So, so we're going to redo it. <laughs> Next month. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> so we're doing like a one-year anniversary yeah, party because we never got to have our We only had day. eight people at our ceremony, so we're going to do the big reception. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. About a month. Yeah. Oh, that'll be fun. Well, that'll be wonderful. This has been great catching up. Now, we did something with our last Mediocre 5 Minutes guest, mm-hmm. and we, it turned out to be kind of fun, so we're hoping maybe you'll play along. Okay. Listener, she doesn't really know this. So did we officially name this? It's Stump the Host? Stump the Host. Okay, so now you're kind of like a co-host today, sort of. And so we'd love for you to play along because Chuck's terrible at this. So I'm just trying to pawn this off on anybody I can (laughs) because you're going to do better than I do. So there's good. Now, Roxy's really good at this. Roxy's nailed like two in a row, right? Pure luck. Pure luck. Well, whatever. I I bet I'm going to be horrible. Well, that's all right. Okay. Well, (laughs) let me ask you a question. These are the littles that are on today's Stump the Host question. Hampton Nager, Dave Spector, Steve Osbolt. Now, you know those, right? Mm -hmm. You know the names at least, right? Yes. Oh, of yes. course. Okay, uh-huh. great. So you have a leg up. Yeah, leg up. <laughs> okay. So are you ready, Jolene? Yes. Okay. The question is, what would you do if you were invisible for a day? Okay. Now, the answers are help out random strangers by picking up their checks, doing random acts of kindness, etc. Wait, it sounds like you played this, Jolene. And that's how <laughs> I would have totally guessed you for that. Uh, the second one is pants a certain ex-president at a rally. <laughs> And then the last one is sleep without harassment since the family doesn't give me much opportunity for that. Okay. 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 Oh, I screwed this up again, Roxy. Did you? Yeah. I screwed this up again. Well, because I already gave her the answer. What's also fun, like what I just did was it's fun to just read the the answers and then just randomly guess before you hear who the littles are. Oh, no, no, no. We don't do it that way. I, I, I think it's fun. Anyway. All right. So. So you heard them. The littles are Hampton Nager, Dave Spector, Steve Osbolt. So real quick, help out random strangers by picking up their checks, et cetera. Pants a certain ex-president or sleep without harassment since the family doesn't give me much opportunity to do that. Okay. So where do you want to go first? Well, help out random strangers. I would say Steve on that one. Okay. Uh And then the president... Probably Hampton, don't you think? <laughs> I'm, I'm reserving. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to. No, I, I'm doing it for your benefit. Trust me, because I'm horrible at this. I've gotten one out of like, we're on question five. I've gotten one. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that was because without, I agreed with Roxy. Yeah, so right. anyway. And then sleep without harassment would have to be Dave then. Okay. Or joint by elimination. Right. Okay. All right. Now, what we've done in the past is we're going to let Roxy answer this, um, and then we'll let you, if she persuades you, we'll let you change your answer. So we'll come back to you in a second. All right, Roxy, what do you got? Okay, to be honest, that was my initial thought was Steve Osbolt, Hampton Nager, and then Dave Spector. Ugh, I don't See, know. I, I almost want to maybe switch Hampton Nager and Dave Spector, but I... Roxy, get out of my head. I don't know. My gut is telling me <laughs> to go with you, Jolene. Okay, well, here's the thing. Um, Jolene... Turn your ears off because um, I don't want to persuade her because she's probably right. But the only reason is I don't remember. It's funny. We interviewed these littles, but I don't remember if Dave Spector has kids. He I does. Oh, he does. You sure? Pretty sure. He See, has I don't daughters. remember. He does? Okay. See, I don't remember. Uh, we probably shouldn't put this on the podcast. Why? That's okay. It's an honest mistake. It's been a, we got to get him back on for five minutes too. We have to have so many mm-hmm. people back on. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. And I, I mean, we certainly, I didn't go back and listen to their episode before right. we did these questions. Right. So, 
I don't remember because that sounds like someone with kids. Yeah. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Right. But so Hampton that was also has kids. Well, that's what I'm. That's so, why I'm saying I right. might swap those. Right. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not even answering. So, Roxy, are you going to stick with it? I'm going to stick with it. Okay. So, Jolene, are you going to stick, or do you, we're giving you the option to change your answer? Nope. Nope. Let's stay the same. Okay. All right. Here All we right. go. I'm opening the envelope. I like to put it close so people can hear me undo the, so they know it's <laughs> legit. I'm ripping it open. And I guess, did we even mention, thank you, Claire Natola, yeah. for putting this whole thing together. Yep. Cool, Aunt Claire. All right. Help out. The, you know, I almost said this again. If What was the last one where I said, if it's not, oh, it was the Futurama with Bobby Goffrey. Uh-huh. I was going to say the same thing. If it's not Steve Osbolt, I'm never playing this game Yes, again. yes. And we are correct. It okay. is Steve Osbolt. Help out random strangers by picking up their checks, doing random acts of kindness, et cetera. All right, so that's Steve Osbolt. Then, pants a certain ex-president at a rally, Hampton Nager. Oh, good. <laughs> without harassment. Says, oh, this is a, David Spector. This is amazing. Everyone, nailed it. Everyone right. nails this but me. This is amazing. <laughs> well, because you start with, okay, what is my gut telling me? But then you always feel like maybe I should go with my, not my gut. You I just guess. go with your gut. Just go with your gut. <laughs> or just go yeah. with Jolene. Go, yes. go with the littles. Yes. Just go with the littles. Yeah. That's the First rule instinct. Right. Right. So. <laughs> All right. Well, Jolene, this is great. Thank you so much for playing along. We really appreciate it. Because we kind of surprised this on, on Littles. Littles. Yeah. <laughs> we no? don't call them up saying, hey, do you want to come play our game? We just tell them they're going to do it. Right. In the yes. moment. In the moment. So. No. Uh, well, thanks for having me. It was great to hear from you both. Yeah. And um, I appreciate it. Yeah. Is there anything we can plug for you? Anything new coming up? Nope. Not really? Nope. Just, nope. I've, just, I've kind of been off. Of, I actually have missed the last couple of Friday Fives. I haven't been very active, so I got to get back in and get up. caught up on everything. Well, you've been yeah. very busy. Yeah, you've been very busy. Hello. <laughs> A little bit. But we appreciate you taking the time I to know. share your experience because, I mean, it's probably an event I'll never get to, and it's one that's on my bucket list for yeah. sure. So, yeah. Well, now, are you entering online? So you can go no. online to masters.com, and they randomly select people for practice round tickets and for badges. Oh. So you need to do that every single year, and then you get family and friends that have no interest in golf also to do that. And then if they get chosen, you can, can use take their theirs? ticket. Yes. Yes. You need to make sure you're doing that each year because I know a ton of people that have gotten badges that way for one day or for a practice round. So whoa, littles information Information for for life. life. (laughs) I mean, I did not know that. That's amazing. So there you go. Yeah. Thank yeah, you so much. everyone, Wait, you... go on and put Chuck's name. Yeah, everyone <laughs> put Chuck's name down. We'll figure out the family thing later. Yeah. <laughs> but wow, that's great. Well, thank you again for coming on. We really appreciate the time. Thanks to you two. Take care. Take care. You too. Thank you, Jolene. That was fantastic. And we really appreciate you coming on for five yeah. minutes. And we really appreciate them playing along. I know. Because we usually don't tell them they're going to do that. It's probably, they're probably oh, going to the know stuff now. The host, yeah. So maybe they won't start wanting to come on for five mediocre minutes. <laughs> well, we haven't done it for all of them. Yeah, but why wouldn't you? I, I mean, know. It's they're two for two. The littles are two for two. Mm-hmm. And Chuck here is still trying to figure out the game, I guess. So <laughs> anyway, Roxy, that's all the time we have. Tell everyone how they can get in touch with us. You can email us at WTFCpodnet at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter at Loyal Littles Pod. We're also on Instagram at The Loyal Littles Podcast. And don't forget about our Facebook page, The Loyal Littles Podcast. And don't forget to head on over to Apple and iTunes and give us a nice rate and review over there. We really appreciate that. Thank you once again, Michael Brownell, for coming on to meet the Littles this episode. And Sean Flegel, Mark Schaefer, and Kim Wilson, two L's, for our bumpers this episode. And most importantly, don't forget to head on over to summeroflittles.com to go check out all the information for August 6th this summer. It's going to be huge. Yeah. It's bigger and better. And most importantly, make sure you head on over there ASAP if you want to be a host for your town, your city, whatever. I mean, Tiny Chuck's off the hook, apparently. Apparently. There's already someone hosting in Springfield, Missouri this year. Hey. So, Chuck, hey. Nice. You have no excuse not to show up. Because now the slacker doesn't even have to do any work. Right. And he can just go and have a good time and meet the littles. Yeah. So, yeah. so I'm already telling everyone, Tiny Chuck will be there. He doesn't <laughs> have a choice. And then don't forget, as we say, if you're out shopping online tonight, especially if you're at stickgrip.com. Or fogfreeeyewear.com. Don't forget to use the code, people. LLPod. That's the code, people. LLPod. Use it. Bye. Could I have one of Freddie's teas, please?
The Loyal Littles Podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles Podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan. That's a good one. Oh, yeah.